Here we are. It is a Thursday edition. Welcome in, everybody. Where am I? Well, you just heard uh, the incredible Chris Plank with the Plank Show out here at Cavens Group, and that is where I am as well. Cavens Group, 13 years in the business, the very best at what they do. Uh, We're talking about mold investigations, testing and investigative uh, services that they get done, mold testing, structural fire, wildfire investigation testing as well. Uh, water intrusion investigation, groundwater investigation and testing. They do it, and they do it better than anybody else here at Cavens Group. And they have a brand-new 800 number as well. I would plug this one in again to the system. If you've already got Cavens Group or Cavens Emergency in your phone contacts, 1-800-1-800-594-594. 4437. That's 1-800-594-4437. Online at Cavins Group, C-A-V-I-N-S, CavinsGroup.com. Happy to be out here with Gary and uh, Amanda and the whole crew out here. Super good people. Great reputation. Giving back to the community is also what they do. Uh, They do their job better than anybody else when it comes to emergency cleanup, emergency testing, uh, they will make sure to keep your home or business safe. And if you do have a disaster, you know, they're there before anybody else because they have the most crews and the most professional crews in the business here at Cabin's Group. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us in studio as uh, Parker Thune is on his way to Hawaii right now for his honeymoon is the one and only Brandon Drum, Mr. OU Insider himself. Brandon, how we doing on this Thursday? We're good. We are, we're good. And, again, we will have uh, Gary on with us a little bit later on. But, uh, you know, I, I, what, what a day that we've got Brandon on with the, uh, the media spat happening. And I don't want to spend a lot of time on that. I know Brandon doesn't. Uh, not because he's afraid to talk about it, but, you know, he doesn't want to engage in drama with that, and I certainly respect his opinion. You guys know how I feel about Parker Thune. I've said for a long time I think he's really uh, a rising star in the business, very talented for his age. I I do think in this situation uh, that this probably has hit Parker a little uh, heavier than maybe he's let on because, look, he's a young kid in the business, and uh, I feel like he thinks he was lied to in the whole deal uh, with Williams Winery, and, and I would be upset about that too. But he's also trying to take the L, but he's tried to explain uh, his situation. Everybody, a lot of OU people took it on this deal, but they were, uh, again, Oklahoma was leading for a long time. But the bottom line in this in this media spat, you know, like I said, I, I support Parker. Other people are texting me, man, don't you hate the other guy? All I can tell you is with, with Kerry, uh, you know, he's never treated me wrong. I don't like his approach on a few things when he gets super personal, uh, and that's all I want to say about it. But I like Kerry. I like all the guys at Sooner Scoop. I, you know, I love Brandon and I love Parker, and I think all those guys work hard at what they do. And sometimes, you know, they're misled or they get it wrong. That happens in the business. But that's pretty much as Forrest Gump said. That's all I got to say about that because you know. Really what it shows us more than anything else, Brandon Drum, is you know what we need? We need the football season here. We need kickoff Saturday. We're going to have to wait. It'll be two weeks, clearly, from uh, this Saturday when the Sooners start with Arkansas State. But I appreciate you coming in today. And uh, what are you thinking so far 
Uh, the Sooners camp is underway, and everybody is hoping it's a turnaround season, and we've talked many times about the schedule. This should be a turnaround season for Oklahoma, but what kind of reports are you getting out of uh, training camp and what's going on with OU so far? Yeah, I, I, look, yesterday was, oh, I guess first off, I, I think we need to flip that switch, Brandon. Yep, yep, <laughs> I literally turned it off right when I started there talking. You go. Steely I, does I, it every I, time. I, I thought that I shouldn't have told you about that because everybody wants to use it and then they forget well, to uh, I looked to turn at it, it, it says the red. I thought that means off. You're when good, I, man. Don't so, worry about yeah, it. Yeah, man, that's my bad. Um, so, first off, I guess I'll, I'll address the, the elephant in the room for just a second. Um, yeah, I... I I don't do petty. Um, I don't do spats. I don't do any of that stuff. I, I know people. I've been sent screenshots forever about what people say to me on certain boards and stuff like that. And the same people are on our message board, you know, and they're asking me questions and wanting all this and that and this and that. But you got to be the bigger person. Like, if you want to. Um, engage in drama for no reason half the time like like I get it like everybody's trying to do the same thing at the end of the day for me and we're all trying to feed our families we're all trying to put a roof over our head we're all trying to do the same job uh sometimes people make mistakes some people sometimes people don't and I I I've, I've said this and I said this on the board earlier like with the old the whole Zadavian Sims thing like I did a postmortem thing as well and I told everybody what went down. The kid told me certain things literally the day before. Told OU certain things the day before. I shouldn't have dove in like that and probably waited until after National Signing Day. And I, I, you know what, I, when Parker put that up there, and he'll tell you, I told him the same thing. I said probably should have waited until after National Signing Day for that just to get the questions in, just to, to have a better, I guess, because he reported so thoroughly and so good with it, like what he was told were facts from people around the situation. So I think it just it just came across the way that it did, and it is what it is. And uh, you take the L, you move on, and I, I just I just refuse to engage in all of this stuff. Like I just can't. Like I just I'm a forty year old man. You know, Mike Gundy in it, and I'm just – I got – I'm about to have a third child, and it's really not worth it anymore to me. I don't get my rocks off of Twitter spats or yeah, podcast spats. So I just, it just I just refuse – or message board spats. Like, I don't care. Like, people say stuff about me all the time, and I'm just like, whatever, man. Like, okay, cool. And sometimes I'll spat back at them, but that's after a long, long, arduous – amount of people saying stuff about me that I finally just kind of get fed up with it. But I mean, you you just, I don't know. I just, I'm ready for it to end. I'm ready for football season to get here and I'm just ready for everybody just to move on because this is, it's petty. It's all petty and I'm over it. And I guess that's what I'll say about that. It's just, uh, it's just football and people are texting me wanting me to take sides and uh, know this. I'm always on Parker's side all the time. And Brandon's side, but and I'm I not going to. I agree gonna, with that. Yeah, yeah, you know, and but I'm not going to just not be friends with people from the other place that I consider friends too. And I do think Kerry can get a little bit too personal. He he 
seems to like drama, but he's never been good to me. Uh, when those guys saw my wife out at Baker May's, Mayfield's events and, and uh, event recently for Meals on Wheels, you know, and uh, some of you know what Shay's going through. Real life is like I'm after this show exactly. today. I'm going to uh, Shay's cardiologist to see about her leaky heart valve. You know, that's real life. But those guys couldn't have been nicer to her. They were doing a show out there, and then they were all super nice to her. So people have bad days. People say things they regret. Uh, I respect those guys. Uh, you know, and I, I don't like the drama, Brandon, either. You know much, how much I appreciate you and Parker, and I know that uh, everybody's been taking a little bit of a beating on this. You know, you've been through this before. It comes with the territory. It's part of uh, what you have to deal with. But uh, in terms of the drama, man, let's just play football. Let's mm-hmm. just get to football and play some football. And if you're a Sooner fan, hope that you're going to have a great bounce-back season. You've got tailgating back on Lindsay. Uh, a lot of good things, I think, to be encouraged about. And I know people are still a little bit leery because of 6-7. and seven, But let's kick off the season, man, get it going, and get Oklahoma with some momentum going into the SEC. So exactly. uh, that's kind of how I feel about it, right, Brandon? Yeah, no, I yeah, I, I feel like let's play football. Like, and everybody, like, you know, there's some people in like the text line, like, why are people scared of this person or that person? Like, nobody, like, this is it's like, it's not about that stuff. Like, people, ever, I, I, I've, I've learned one thing. Our society literally loves drama. <laughs> they thrive on it. And it's it, and they like other people's drama. Nobody likes we don't like our own drama. Nobody likes our own personal drama. Like nobody likes the stuff that they're going through themselves personally. So it's really cool to watch other people go through the ups and downs of life right in front of you, right? Like it's it's that's what public figures do, right? Like that's what we we all like to see and obviously Parker, Carrie and all they're not celebrities to like the Kardashians or anything like that. But what I'm saying is like, that's how those people got famous and made money. Right. They, people love their drama, love watching people go through the ups and downs that they actually go through in their own lives as well. Cause it makes people look like part of them. And, um, I just, I, I, I hate drama though. Like I'm just, yeah, so I, I run from it. I can't I stand it. I know a lot of people get off on that stuff and I'm like, man, there's just so many more important things in life. Like, OU football, real football. Then, uh, then deal. Yeah, they scrimmaged yesterday too, man. I know. I want to hear about that. So we're going to take an opening timeout and, uh, we're here at Cavens group. Uh, we'll have Gary on, I'm sure a little bit later on today. Duke is here, by the way, Duke is here. Uh, Gary took the rest of the crew to lunch, so it was me, Plank, and Duke in here. Uh, you know, when I first got here, now it's just me and Duke. But uh, Duke, the Wonder Dog, is here. want to thank our uh, great first-hour sponsor, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Tim Lasher, again, great Sooner, great company with a great reputation, 405-579-3113. We do have Brandon Drum in, OU Insider, and uh, – we will obviously talk recruiting, but we wanted to address uh, because the elephant's in the room and uh, the elephant is gigantic. But uh, I'm not a fan of drama either at all. But uh, so that uh, I, I think we've covered it right there. 405 651 3439 on the Meyer Chevrolet text line. 405 651 3439. Taking an opening timeout back with Brandon Drum. Brandon's going to be with us today. 
and tomorrow out at Riverwind as well. Looking forward to uh, working with Brandon the next couple days, as well as the one and only Connor Pasby on the board back in the Buffalo Wild Wings studios. Opening break right here. Let's get back and talk what else. Sooner football next here on The Ref. Back with you here at Cavens Group on a Thursday. 13-plus years in the business, best reputation here in the state of Oklahoma, certainly the metro area in Tulsa as well, and in other states like Kansas, North Texas, Arkansas. Cavens has the very best reputation simply because they're the uh, the most professional group out there, and they treat you right, and they give back to the local community. All right, um, let's hear, before we talk OU fall camp, Andrew Anthony met the media yesterday, the speedster who came in from the University of Michigan and has raised some eyebrows, no doubt, with what he's done, uh, you know, particularly in fall camp. And in the spring, there was some talk of Andrew Anthony, but he's had a really good fall camp. And he said yesterday that he is a big fan of this wide receiver group. It's going to be special. Like, that's – I'm excited about everybody in the room because I've – since I've been here, I've seen the growth that everybody's had, and it's like, wow. So I know we're going to be special. Anyone in particular catch your eye these first ten practices? Everybody has did something to a point like I'm like, dang, like you know, like that's nice. But yeah, everybody from just quick game like uh, twitchy to deep routes to like dunking on somebody's head, like it's all like it, we all play a role, and that's why I like this because we all specialize and we all can take something from one another. There you go. Brandon Drummond with us uh, in studio, and I'm out here at Cavens Group on a Thursday. We appreciate Brandon's going to be with us today, and he's going to be with us out at Riverwind Casino tomorrow. What are you hearing about Andrew Anthony so far and the uh, rest of the wide receiver group? Yeah, I, so as of now, I, you just kind of hear, like, the, the, the surprise group. I mean, that was one of those groups that we all sit there and said, hey, they're going to need to find somebody they're going to and obviously they still do like until we see it on the field in September it's just all talk right it's all banter it's all what they do inside obviously the 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 confines of the practices and the scrimmages but Andrew Anthony's had a really big scrimmage on Saturday uh he didn't have a huge day yesterday from what i've been told but uh, and nobody did on the offense. From what I'm being told, the defense was what was the strong end of uh, the strong part of the the team yesterday. So uh, the wide receivers you have obviously Andrew Anthony, Jalil Farouk, Drake Stoops, Gavin Freeman, um, Nick Anderson. I'm trying to think of uh, there's several other guys that are out there, but and then obviously you got Austin Stogner at tight end who they trust a ton, uh, who had three catches and a touchdown yesterday in the scrimmage. So. Um, I think for the most part, they've been really, really good this fall camp. I think yesterday, however, the secondary, which up until yesterday was people were like, okay, like they need to start making a few plays and you need to start doing this and you start doing that. And then they did it. I, I guess from what I've been told, like this past all this week leading up to the scrimmage, the secondary has been very, very, very good. So there's been a lot of growth. I think they saw some of the deficiencies in the scrimmage. They've worked on it. They've corrected some things. And I think that's what you're going to see. I think also the defensive side of the ball, Venable's defense is very complex. And so there's a lot of new guys. I think the first time you're out there in a scrimmage 
and everything's flying really fast and you're having to make read the calls and then go make plays and make sure and you're like thinking okay am I doing my assignment right is my steps right did I engage right did I did I you know hit the gap right did I fill my run fits right did I do there's so many different things that make up a defense because every it's 11 men making the play essentially if everybody does their job that's how a play is made on defense and Teddy has talked about that a thousand times on the radio like you can't just sit there and say well this person this person screwed up there's so many you got to know the calls you have to know everything so it's just it, it, it's it's learning the defense it's getting to where they need to be mentally to where they just play and I think you're starting to see that because as complex as Brent Venable's defense is, they now have their culture guys in there now. There's no excuse now. Everybody that, – that roster is completely flipped, and they feel like they have the smart guys. They're bigger, faster, stronger. So now I think some of the athleticism may make up for some of the deficiencies on the mental side. Um, but they still say, hey, they're missing tackles in open space more than they would like. And they're never going to find perfection. Brent Venables, that staff, is never going to find perfection. And I think from that standpoint, they're never going to be satisfied. So I think if you're Oklahoma, an Oklahoma fan, you like to hear those things. You like to hear that there's been an uptick on the defensive side of the ball, particularly in the um, scrimmages. And I think most people would like the, 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 the defense to be the dominant side, right? During fall camp, because that yeah. means the defense is doing their job. The offense usually takes longer to set up. But I am going to say this. This offense, this group of offensive guys have been together for multiple years now. More than the defensive side. So the fact that they were better scrimmage one isn't really that shocking. And then you have to also understand that they do dis- situational things. So they put the defense in situations where they're going to be uncomfortable. They put the offense in situations where they're going to be uncomfortable. The offense is going to perform better because they've been around each other longer in those situations to start. But I think you're starting to also see some of the growth on the defensive side to where if you're an Oklahoma fan, that's a positive sign. That's a very positive sign that Brent Venables, his staff, are starting to feel more and more comfortable with who they have personnel-wise because you didn't hear a lot of that last year. Yeah. Right. Well, and the thing is, they have so many more options on that side of the football. And you're talking about maybe missing some tackles in in, uh, open spaces. And, you know, it's kind of like Bob Stoops said in the ref the other day, you know, when one side makes a great play, then the other side may have messed up the play, and that's why the play became great. But he also talked very highly of the running backs with Javante Barnes. I know he's coming back from a foot injury. Gavin Sawchuk, we saw what he did against FSU uh, last year in the Cheez-It Bowl. He was spectacular. Both those guys went over 100 yards. You've got Marcus Major. There's always a huge question mark right next to Marcus Major's name because of the health situation. But Caleb Hicks has drawn rave reviews so far. People are talking about Tawi Walker again. Those would be your top five running backs, obviously. But... Uh, it also looks, as you said, the receiver's room uh, so far, based on what you're hearing, and look, you usually hear good stuff in the preseason. You, yeah. I mean, it's rare when you hear a coach go, oh, man, we are just not. not Everybody's a title contender. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes, I mean, you did hear that from the defense. You heard it from Ted Roof. You've heard it from Brandon a lot about the defense. Like, we're, we're, we're making progress. We're still not where we need to be. But they have a very high standard. 
uh, as you talked about. But the running back room, you know, looks like if they can keep those guys healthy, they're going to have fresh backs. They're going to they've got two backs who have superstar potential. Marcus Major, you know, at times he looks like man, that guy looks like the number one back out there, and then the next week he's hurt. So. What's your take on the running back room so far? And uh, Caleb Hicks continues to draw a lot of praise also. Yeah, the running back, you know, Sawchuck has been held out some, obviously. Um, I I spoke to a source the other day, and they were like, hey, look, you know, fast guys have tight hammies, and he's had some hamstring issues. So, um, and that's not, I don't think, is, is... I don't think it's something to worry about, but at the same time, I think Oklahoma doesn't they they know what they have in Javante Barnes, they know what they have in Gavin Salchuk. Honestly, I think they know what they have in Marcus Major. He's been around long enough. When he's healthy, everybody, DeMarco Murray, I mean, no matter what offensive staff has been there, they've talked so glowingly about Marcus Major, a healthy Marcus Major. And I know all you fans sit there and they hear that and like, oh my God. Are we really going to have to do this again? You know, I said I said the other day, Brandon, on the offensive side of the ball, that is Marcus Major, and on the defensive side of the ball, it's Justin Harrington. They just—it's almost like got to got to see it to believe it. So true. (laughs) It's like, dude, both of those guys are like fall camp superstars every year. You hear it every year, and you're like, (laughs) like Justin Harrington last year, man, he's a new dude. He's going to do this, going to do that. And what did he do in game one, right? He had a pick, right? Almost took it back. And then everybody's like, oh, okay, this is what we're going to see out of Justin Harrington. Nope. That didn't that didn't last long. He, he kind of disappeared within the – but they also moved him around about five different positions. So, I mean – that tends to happen when you when you have a guy that just came back and he's used to playing safety. Now, obviously, he played a little corner underneath the previous regime before he hurt his knee. And and here's the funny thing: like the previous regime before he hurt his knee, I'll never forget. It was like two days into fall camp, and I get a phone call, and they're like, "If this Harrington cat is continues to play, like he's going to be a first rounder." And that was that was from somebody I trust and will trust to this day. When it comes to seeing talent, knowing talent, and all that, because they were there, and obviously they're not around anymore. So, but they were there on a day in and day out basis, and thought Harrington was that good. And yeah, he's he's got to show it on the field. I think, unfortunately for him, I think this staff really wants to saw McCullough. To, and we're talking about Justin Harrington wants to saw McCullough to be that dude from what I'm told. So we'll see. I think it's a pretty good battle there at the Cheetah. They've also played Peyton Bowen at Cheetah some. Peyton Bowen's been kind of the Justin Harrington version this year, moving him around everywhere. The difference is is Peyton Bowen's football IQ is elite. Like it's elite. He's not just an athlete playing football. He's He is a smart, smart kid and a fantastic athlete playing football. That's a great combination to have, you know, no yeah. doubt. Uh, that's why he's a five-star. All right, Sooner practice reports and uh, training camp updates brought to you by Neutral Vodka Seltzer Real Juice. Neutral Vodka Seltzer is an official sponsor of OU Athletics, made with only vodka, seltzer, and real juice to offer a deliciously clean, light, and refreshing taste. Neutral Vodka Seltzer 
real juice. Break time, Brandon Drum in with us. Connor Pasby running the show for us here at the Ref on a Thursday at Cavens Group. Let's break right here. When we get back, we'll head to the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. That's happening next right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. We are back here at Cavens Group on a Thursday. Mike Steely here at Cavens. Brandon Drum joining us in the uh, Buffalo Wild Wings studios today. Brandon's in today. He'll be with us at Riverwind Casino tomorrow. OU Insider joining us. Uh, Parker is uh, en route to Hawaii on his honeymoon. And hopefully he'll put the phone down and not even worry about all that stuff. Put that phone down. I am talking to you. I am not messing with you. I put the phone down. Uh, If you want to eliminate reading glasses like the old man here, you want to see things clearly again, if you're in your 40s or older, you're thinking about improving your vision, let me introduce you to the new LASIK, or as we call it, lens replacement. It's just that simple. Lens replacement provides a permanent solution to your vision needs, and unlike LASIK, which often leaves patients needing reading glasses or adjusting to monovision, Later down the road, lens replacement can eliminate the need for additional eyewear after your surgery. The best part with lens replacement, you'll never need a a cataract surgery. Lens replacement is the new LASIK. It's a major leap forward in vision correction. So, again, I'm talking about Dr. Bellardo and the Advanced Laser Center. As they always say, if you want to see far, you want to see near, you have to come here to the Advanced Laser Center. Check them out at the new LASIK. Dot com. Okay, uh, Brandon, we're going to open up the text line, uh, which is always dangerous, <laughs> you know. But, especially today, especially today. Yeah, it's, you know. Uh, I've I, been I just, reading. It's been kind of interesting. All right, well, good. Are they arable? That's the question. Connor Pasby has editorial the, control. The, we have does placed... the FCC care about? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Connor Pasby has editorial control. So, Connor, uh, the, the power is in your hands right now. So, let's get some text in on the text line. Yeah, we'll, we'll avoid the drama ones. But Lloyd from El Reno says, anything on McKinley since he's supposed to commit on September 1st? Yeah, uh, I mean... I think Oklahoma's there. I, I just think Texas leads. I, it's that. It sounds like academics, or at least the portrayal of I, I kind of find it hilarious when people are like, "Yeah, but the academics of this school and this school are better than this school and this school." I'm like, dude, you're going there on the grounds and the hopes of being an NFL guy. Like, I and, and guess what? Getting a degree from a four year institution, no matter where it is. Especially when you're start when you start talking about Alabama, Oklahoma, Texas, Texas A&M, Baylor, Texas, like all those institutions are accredited institutions that are going to get you somewhere in life if you have some sort of work ethic and actually have and it, and it also is about what you know so and who you know so the connections that you build inside the football program i.e. at a Texas or an Oklahoma, are what are going to get you long-lasting, obvious jobs outside of football. And so it always is hilarious when these schools, and they're allowed to do it because of obviously Business Weekly, News Weekly, and all these stupid magazines that have these weird, I guess, rankings of academics 
right? Like, and they're all paid for, by the way. I just want everybody to understand, like, everything that's done is mostly, if you're ranked way up there, somebody's paid somebody to make sure that they have the same, they have bigger merits than the other university. That's the way the world works. Money talks. And, um, yeah, they they love the academic side of Texas. That they do, uh, particularly people around McKinley. So um, they also love the faith-driven side of Oklahoma. They love the soul mission. Uh, I think no matter how you slice it, and I, I want people to understand that, like, of all years, of all years, no matter where kids commit, this is the one year I can sit there and definitively tell you guys if a defensive line commits elsewhere outside of Oklahoma and Oklahoma goes and wins 10, 11, 12 games, it's probably not over with the staff that Oklahoma has. The way they've recruited with 6-7 and seven, and the way they've recruited coming into Oklahoma previously before last year's season in 2022, it would be naive to write OU off at well, any point in time. I, I, I know Brandon. A lot of uh, Sooner but fans don't want to hear that. They, they, yeah, they want to. They want to close the deal. Dominic McKinley, as you mentioned, uh, Friday, September first, so a week from tomorrow, is expected to make his commitment. You know, and if McKinley is leaning to Texas, uh, we've talked about after the Wilmanary situation, obviously uh, committing to Missouri, that David Stone was already the most important recruit in this class Agreed. because of his connections, because of. You know, being from Dell City and, uh, you know, all the guys that he's played with growing up, uh, potentially that, you know, Caden Durham, I know he's he's headed to LSU, but there are a lot of guys who played with David Stone, Xavier Robinson and others, Michael Patterson-McDonald, that, that are coming to Oklahoma. But, man, the importance on David Stone right now, uh, uh-huh. when, is, when is the last kid in states – you know, five-star that was this big that, you know, could uh, – I'm not going to say it's going to break the Oklahoma recruiting class, but if you're if you're going to get in the top ten, uh, you know, and uh, maybe higher than that, you've got to get David Stone now, and that's coming up uh, August 26th, not far away. Yeah, you have to. Um, I'm trying to think of – I'm trying to remember uh, – the last were you asking the last player that decided to go rogue and not go to Oklahoma? Yeah, and you know, and the thing, Robert the thing Meacham, is, the name yeah, that we Tennessee, did not mention. That was yep. a huge signing day surprise, yep. wasn't it? Yep. That was huge. Yeah, and the and the other thing is, I know that David Stone's at IMG, and this was his second year at IMG, but it still feels like IMG's an all star team, right? Basically, out in Bradenton, Florida, you were out there for media day. The Sooners got uh, Phil Pachotti. There last year, uh, Jaden Jackson in this class. You talked to him the other day, but he he's still an Oklahoma kid. Yes, at heart. Oh my gosh, is he an Oklahoma kid? He loves the state of Oklahoma, and that's where this starts to get dicey. I think uh, Miami would be the team to worry about at this point. But I think you also have to go look at. And I don't know how many people are actually paying attention to this. Uh, we've seen Texas A and M's nil kind of. I guess, fizzled out a little bit after a couple of years of throwing a bunch of money around. And now the head of Life Wallet, which is... Ruiz, yeah. yeah. John Ruiz is getting... They're being investigated. Oh, my yeah. gosh. A&M had to restructure one of their collectives, so... Yeah. And, you know, you, you talk we about We all saw that, that coming, by the there. way. 
I think we did, yes. I think we did. And, there, you know, and the Sooners, again, I know people are frustrated with the NIL to a certain extent, but the Sooners are playing the game. Uh, you know, I think they've had more NIL money available now than they've had. But, again, uh, you know, you, you saw what Missouri did in acting the law and everything. It, it, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But right now, you still feel good about David Stone and OU? I'm not going to make you give a percentage because people are going to remember that. So. Yeah, no, I do. I, 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 Look, it's August 17th. He announces in nine days. Um, it's a five-star recruitment. So what I say today does not really ring 100% true on August 26th. So I, I just want to make that clear. But, yeah. No, I feel good. I was talking to some people yesterday. Like, look, there's some people around Stone that do want him in Miami. They want to go to my. They want to live in Florida and they want to do all this and that. And that's 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 a fact. David has publicly said that, and he'll tell you who that person is. He's publicly said it in interviews, and uh, he'll even tell you that his brother, little brother, who's like seven or eight years old, really likes Miami a whole lot. Because it's the glitz and the glam of the beaches and the, the palm trees and the lifestyle. and the Just everything's a lot more flashy in Miami. But I think if you're Oklahoma, you make this perfectly clear to everybody. And I, I, I think I probably need to, before I say that, I'm going to preface this by also saying there's more people around Stone that want him at Oklahoma. And remember, the kid tried to commit three different times and have said that publicly. And had people tell him, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. And so there are more people around him that want him in Oklahoma that do not. Just those that want him out of state tend to have a, or at least lean towards him out of state, tend to have a very strong sway there. Um, Having said all that, if you're David Stone and you're his family, and NIL is a big deal here. And anybody that says otherwise is just naive. He will get more NIL playing for the University of Oklahoma. And this isn't like me saying something that people don't already know. Playing for the University of Oklahoma than he will at any place else. In-state kid, look at all the in-state kids that have chosen Oklahoma. They're set for the rest of their lives, whether it's jobs whether they're taken care of, anything. like It's just what the, the state, what the university, what the brotherhood, what they all do for each other, it's a lot deeper than that of Miami, Florida, where you're probably third, fourth maybe, on the pecking order of things in that city. So I, it's just, it's a different, it, there's just so many dichotomies that you can, the dichotomy here of, do you want the bright lights and the glitz and glam of Miami and the short-term money? Or do you want to take the NIL money that Oklahoma is going to give you, which is going to be substantial, quite a bit substantial, and then know that you're going to be taken care of the rest of your life and your family is going to be taken care of the yeah. rest of your life because you played at Oklahoma and you are from Oklahoma. So It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Certainly this is huge because if the Sooners lose out on uh, – 
Winnery, again, it's not signing day yet, clearly, but uh, I still think it's going to be hard to flip him from Missouri. We'll see. You know, Missouri goes 5-7 and seven and Oklahoma goes 11-1. and one. Uh, Maybe that situation can change. If, but if you don't get Winnery, Stone, or McKinley, ah, you talk about the uh, the. Uh, well, hold on, pitch. hold on, hold on. That yeah. that would be, that would suck. Yeah, that would be the worst thing. Ever oh yeah, for fans. Brutal. But what if I threw this at you? What if you end up with, you know, because this would still be the best class I can remember in a long time. Nigel Smith, Danny Okoye. Nigel Smith, and Danny Okoye, Wyatt Gilmore, and then you throw in some other four star that Oklahoma's been Zena Omazulu. Uh yeah, Zena Muzalu or or I mean or 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 maybe you go down and flip CJ Jackson from Georgia Tech, yeah. top two fifty kid. That would still be four guys in the top two fifty. That would be four guys. I mean, obviously Gilmore's not yet, but I think he will be in the top at least three hundred. He'll be a four star when it's all said and done. That would be uh, that would be good. Would but be I know yeah, everybody, but it's still everybody not wants a, yeah it's everybody wants the five yeah, stars particularly but it and mainly particularly David Stone if they don't yeah, get that him that would just hurt that that would be yeah, the mushroom that cloud. would just all right oh my gosh I don't yeah. even want to think about that honestly just for my we, life <laughs> personally we, I hear you we got a break right here at Caitman's group I'll come back we'll have a short segment for you coming back uh Brandon Drum with us OU Insider happy, uh, happy to be here again uh, with Gary and the crew out here at Caitman's coming right back here on the home of Sooner fans all right, back with you here at Cavens Group. Brandon Drum, uh, OU Insider, joining us. We'll be uh, back with uh, Brandon at the top of the hour. I want to tell you a little bit of what uh, is happening here at Cavens Group because they are the best at what they do when it comes to emergency uh, cleanup. Uh, we're talking about also helping you out before you could have a problem with your home or business. Mold investigations and testing, structural fire and wildfire investigation and testing, meth lab inspection and testing as well. If you've got a Heisenberg living in your uh, rental property and you have no idea that Heisenberg is over there with Gus Fring and they're doing bad things, you don't want somebody else moving in that uh, in that place later after they leave, right? you got to make sure it's cleaned up. Cabins will get it done for you. Water intrusion investigation as well. Groundwater investigation and testing. They are the best. Roofing also. My man Chris Smith is here. He's known as Mr. Roofing uh, in this area. We didn't call him that at Norman High School. We called him something else. But here he's known as Mr. Roofing. Uh, and, again, brand-new 800 number. You also need to uh, program into your phone contacts, Cavens Group, Cavens Emergency, whatever you want to put in there, 1-800-594-4437. That's 1-800-594-4437. Also, the one and only Riverwind Casino. Uh, We appreciate Riverwind uh, sponsoring our uh, hotline, 405-329-9000. If you haven't seen the brand-new Riverwind Casino, you're missing out the gaming floor uh, looks better than ever. It is newly renovated. They've got uh, even a Skyloft gaming area upstairs. They have an Oasis gaming area, smoke-free gaming area now. They have nearly 3,000 electronic games. They've always had the best uh, electronic gaming setup uh, in the metro area. Plus, they have all your favorite table games as well. Anything you're looking for, they have it. Great poker room, high-stakes area, uh 
All of the best bars and dining options are at Riverwind Casino as well, like Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant, the River Buffet, the Seasons Food Court, also newly renovated. It's big time uh, with TV options everywhere uh, right now, even around the food court that weren't there previously. So if you're coming out there, you know, on a Saturday and you want to make sure you stay in touch with college football, well, it's all right there now at Riverwind. Uh, world-class hotel right next to the casino, and, of course, the best promotions as well, including the uh, $100,000 New Scene 17 celebration. You need to be there playing with your wild card every day, particularly Monday and Tuesday when you can get 17 times the entries into the big drawings on uh, Saturday nights. Be out there and win your share of $100,000 in cash and bonus play in the uh, $100,000 New Scene 17 celebration as they are celebrating their 17th birthday at Riverwind Casino. All right, so Brandon's going to be with us for hour number two. He's also going to be out with us at Riverwind tomorrow, so we appreciate that very much. As Parker is uh, vacationing, What what uh, we are recommending again, put away the phone on vacation, but... Um, Brandon's going to be out with us at Riverwind Casino tomorrow as well. So we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, next hour, what Joel Clad had to say, say about uh, Texas and all the preseason hype, we'll get into that. We're going to hear from Austin Stogner and a lot more recruiting. Plus, right when we get back at the uh, top of the hour, first thing we're going to do is go right to the text line, a complete text line segment for you guys. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405 651 3439. That is 405-651-3439. So all of your texts uh, to start next hour right here on the Home of Sooner Fans, the Ref Radio Network. Okay. Uh, It's great having Brandon in again today. We've got another hour with Brandon, uh, who's back with Connor Pasby there in the Buffalo Wild Wing studio. And, again, we've got Brandon with us tomorrow out at the one and only Riverwind Casino. We've got another hour to go here from Cavens Group. 13 years in business for the folks at Cavens. They have given up nearly half a million dollars of their own money to the community. That's what they do here. We'll be right back. We've got another hour to talk right here, folks. Our uh, friend Brandon Drum, Rivals and uh, OU Insider, joining us in the Buffalo Wild Wing studio. He'll be out with us at uh, Riverwind Casino tomorrow. Where are we today? The one and only Cavens Group. New 800 number, 1-800-594-4437. Any kind of investigation uh, after an emergency or one to prevent an emergency. There is no better place that you need to know about than Cavens Group. Gary is going to – Gary, you want to do 120 or 135? It's about 135 work? There you go. The boss man is here. Just took the staff out to lunch. That's the kind of guy that Gary Cavens is. And Duke the Wonder Dog is here pawing at me, wanting some attention. Duke is back. So uh, Cavens Group, again, they're the best at what they do. And they also give back to the community. They give back a bunch to the community. A uh, great reputation for the uh, the jobs that they do because uh, they're the best trained. They have the most people to get out and get to your emergency situation uh, faster than anybody else. And uh, they do very well because of that reputation. But they also give back and invest in the community here at Cavens as well. Okay. Uh, Kenipelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. Go in there in one second. Going right there in one second. Also want to thank Oklahoma Generators. 
Go to okjan.com or call 405-321-6631. They are currently offering new customer discounts and a free 10-year warranty with a new installation at Oklahoma Generators, okjan.com. And again, their number 405-321-6631. Brandon, you ready to take some texts again? Yeah. Answer some questions. Let's do it. Brandon Drum in studio with us. Connor Pasby, you've got the text line today. Yeah, let's get to it. K-Dub and the 918. Brandon, what is it about OU where they cannot sign a difference-making uh, D-lineman? The Simps want to blame Todd Bates like it's his fault, but this has been going on since Gerald McCoy. What am I missing? I mean, it, 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 so if you go back and you look at, what, 2011 – I can't remember what what year was exactly with Jordan Phillips, Jordan Wade, and all those guys. They had a fantastic defensive line recruitment. And I want to say it was one of Brent Venable's last recruiting classes. Um, Mike Stoops came in, and then in, I want to say, 2018, they had on paper what looked like an elite class with Jalen Redman uh, and several other top four-star, top 250-type D lineman. Uh, in 20, I want to say it may have been 2020 with Perry and Winfrey and a couple other guys, they had a decent class in 2021. They had a really decent class with Gilliam, Clayton, some, like they had a five-star in Clayton Smith. They had, like, they've had people show up. The problem is has been development. Development. Like, if you want to go back and you look at the last decade of defensive line recruiting, with what Oklahoma's recruited, there is no way in hell they should have been as bad as they were on defense. No way. There's no way. The the, the other teams that were offering, the players they got, where those players were ranked, it was just bad development. They were not developing talent. And this is what happens. When you don't develop talent for years, and people expect Brent Venables in two years to come in and go, not even that, one season, come in and go, okay, everything's fixed because he did it at Clemson. Well, they're in on these recruitments because of what they did at Clemson. They're missing out on these recruitments because of what Oklahoma's done for the last decade on defense. And that's the facts. That like That is literally the facts. And if That's you an interesting to... point. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that because you know, Brandon, what do you what do you think? Let's say Oklahoma last year goes nine and three and not six and seven. Would that have changed some of these recruitments? Uh, oh my gosh! Like the, yes. like the Williams Winery recruitment. Yes, and you probably end up with yeah. You go nine and three last year after Texas A and M went seven five and seven. I, I I don't know that people remember this. David Hicks. As bad as Oklahoma was, what was his last official? Obviously, he took an official to A and M in December. But what was his other official visit in the season? It was Oklahoma. He committed to A and M after he flipped last second. He was silently committed to OU for a couple months. Calls Bates up and obviously decommits right before he goes on national television. And he still visits Oklahoma officially. That's how good those guys are at recruiting. 
Like, no matter how people want to slice it, well, they're not closing. Okay, they've had one year, and in that one year, go look at the talent they had on defense. Go look at the talent they had on defense. It was awful. And it, and I don't I don't want to say awful as in bad talent. It was awful as far as culture goes. It was, oh, no, here we go again. We're going to play really good defense for three quarters in the fourth quarter. We're going to look like Moses parting the Red Sea. And it had a lot to do with depth, and they keep saying competitive depth, competitive depth this fall because they say that's what's going to change everything. And obviously we'll see. But if Oklahoma can go out and show a defense, show a pulse on defense, it's going to help Brent Venables and company immensely on the recruiting trail. But also, they did just get P.J. Atabari, a five-star, the number one edge in the country last year. That did just take place. They 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 have gotten Grayson Halden. They did get the top, outside of Bear Alexander, they got the top defensive tackle transfer in the country in Dejon Terry. Like, that did just take place. He is on the team. So it's not like they're missing out on everybody. These big five-star guys that are program-changing guys, and I get it, they've missed out on some of them. But they haven't exactly batted zero as far as, like, four stars and top 250 guys and all that type of stuff. That is still taking place. They're still doing a good job there. To get to that next level that you all want them to be be at, and I get it as an OU fan, it's been 23 years since y'all have won a national title. It's 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 the longest run ever in OU history, uh, since World War II at least. And that's a long time. That's a long time. For this program, that's unacceptable. It's absolutely unacceptable. So you've got to land at least one of these guys. So if they don't land Stone, I get the riot that's going to take place. Gosh, I don't. I don't even want to. I, I'm going to retire. You talk about panic in the streets. That is not going to be good if they don't get David Stone. All right, uh, Brandon Drum with us. Uh, obviously, OU insider, and uh, he'll be with us not only uh, today but also out at Riverwind Casino with us tomorrow. All right. So Andy Bass is a week from today, next Thursday. That's going Oklahoma's way, right? Yeah, uh, I'm actually going to try to go see him uh, tonight at Carl Albert. I think. So I was talking to Kevin Sperry's dad earlier. Um, let me see here. He texted me. He said, uh, Washington will be there. Tuttle, Heritage Hall, Yukon, and Lawton MacArthur will be at Carl Albert tonight. At 5 there you go. Yep. That would be nice. All right. Everybody knows David Stone is Saturday, August 26th. Dominic McKinley, who uh, Brandon said is a Texas lean during the first hour with Oklahoma still in it. Uh, September 1st, five-star defensive lineman. Uh, September 4th, Braden Platt, the linebacker. September 8th, uh, Nigel Smith. Uh, Nigel Smith is a guy that has been, you know, Oklahoma's led on for yeah, a long, long time. Yeah, I think Oklahoma's in a really good spot there. Very, Melissa, very Texas. Spot, yeah. So, four-star. Again, nationally ranked. Top 250 uh, kid. Yep, this is this is what we're talking about. Like, they get these type of guys. Like, they get these type of guys. They just right. don't develop them the way they're supposed to. Now, I think this year you're going to see that. I do. I believe it in my heart that you're going to see a different defense. You're going to see guys like Grayson Halton, who was a top 250 kid, or at least a four-star kid. You're going to see him be what he was supposed to be. You're going to see Kelvin Gilliam, who was, by the way, 
a top 75 overall player in the country. So that that you see what I'm getting at? Like they have gotten some big name dudes at D tackle. I think he's going to have a decent year. I think that you're going to see Dejon Terry, who was a top transfer. He's going to have a good year. Uh, I think Isaiah Coe, who is one of the top defensive tackles out of JUCO ranks, he's going to have a good year. I think you're going to see R. Mason Thomas, four-star. He's going to have a good year. Uh, the top edge rusher in the portal last year, Rondell Bothroy. Everybody in the country wanted him. Chose Oklahoma. He's going to have a good year. Trace Ford, who we all know how good he can be, I think he's going to have a good year if he can stay healthy. Like, it's a very different defensive line corp than what we've seen at Oklahoma in a long time. Yeah, they got a chance to be uh, putting some pressure on the quarterback and uh, and stopping the run. Dejon Terry, as you mentioned, uh, was a huge get on the interior as well. So, again, we got to see it to believe it, but uh, certainly a lot more options there, there is no doubt. Okay, um, Grant Bricks, before we get to a break, what is the latest on the O-lineman? Grant Bricks, uh, Oklahoma, K-State, Nebraska, where are the Sooners there uh, with Grant Bricks? Because that's another big recruit for OU. Yeah, that's Parker's territory. Uh, He seems to like Oklahoma uh, still, but uh, Nebraska's right there. Like, I think at the end of the day it's going to be – Will him? Will Bricks and his father choose the development and the uh, chance to be a? And, and I'm not saying he can't get that at Nebraska. They just haven't done it in years in comparison to what Beanbow's done. As far as, it's not even comparable. Like he's the best O line coach in the country. So um, you're choosing that over, obviously, Bill Beanbow. And are, are you going to choose you know closeness to home and? You know, just I guess cultural fit, for lack of a better term. I don't know how else to say it, because it's kind of those mid midwestern roots where, as Oklahoma's more of it has more of that SEC vibe, right? Like it has a different vibe. It's in a city. It's it's just it's bigger, right? Like everything is bigger around Oklahoma City in comparison to Nebraska. So, uh, it's it's a kid from a small town. Is he going to choose? Long-term development and all that type of stuff over staying close to home and playing for a school that is maybe an hour or two away from his his hometown, and I think that's that is going to be what what makes the difference here. And I, I don't think K State's completely out of it, but I do think it's an OU Nebraska battle. I think Oklahoma's in the lead right now, but I can't definitively sit there and tell you that that's what's going to take place because that kid. It's kind of an enigma on the recruiting trail. It just that's just the way it is. So I like Oklahoma. I just think Nebraska feels comfortable and they feel pretty confident about where they stand in this thing, and rightfully so. So we'll see where it goes. All right, we're going to break here at Cavens Group. Mike Steely, along with uh, Brandon Drum, OU Insider, joining us in the uh, Buffalo Wild Wings studio today. We appreciate Brandon being in with us. And uh, we'll get back to the text line when we get back, 405-651-3439. Your questions for Brandon or myself. And, uh, obviously, Brandon's much more equipped to answer all the recruiting questions than I am. But uh, we'd love to hear from you, the Ref Army out there. Keep those texts rolling in. We'll be right back here on the home of Sooner fans.
Back here with you at Cavens Group on a Thursday. Cavens Group, the very best at what they do. You have an emergency, you have uh, flooding in your home, a fire, bad situations happen to everybody, it seems like at some point, and they will get the job done for you. Testing investigation services, also mold investigation and testing, structural fire and wildfire investigations and testing, uh, water intrusion investigation, groundwater investigation and testing. They serve Oklahoma, Kansas, Arkansas, and North Texas, and they have a brand-new 800 number. Program this into your phone. Put it in your contacts, 1-800-594-4437. That's one 800 594-4437, online at Cavins, C-A-V-I-N-S, CavinsGroup.com. Gary will be on with us in the next segment. Uh, all right, Connor Pasby, let's uh, get back to the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. Brandon Drum in uh, studio with us in the Buffalo Wild Wings studio here and uh, on this Thursday, and tomorrow we'll be back out with us at Riverwind Casino. So let's get some texts in. Yeah, this one's from the 832. So Brandon is saying it's not relationships now, and it's because of past coaching not developing players. So which is it? I mean, <laughs> it's, it can, two things can, can both be true. I mean, relation, it's, relationships have been really good with Oklahoma. Relationships, like I said, are the reasons why Oklahoma's been in it. Missing out on these players has a lot to do with past development and bad defense. Oklahoma hasn't developed a first-round draft pick since Gerald McCoy. So, I mean, like, Missouri's had since that time, I think they have three or four, if you want to even go there with Winery. So, yeah, and I know it's not the same coaching staff. That's that's That doesn't mean anything. Like, Bates has had, like, what, seven or eight first-rounders? But that's that. That doesn't mean crap because it didn't happen at Oklahoma. It didn't happen at Oklahoma. What these kids see, no matter what Bates has done, they've only been at Oklahoma for one year, and last year it was rough. And the staff will even tell you that like they don't even enjoy talking about last season because it was that hard to watch and that hard to go through. So what makes you think that if the staff sees it, and the people around the university and the people inside the Switzer Center see it. What makes you think that the recruits don't see it? They see it, but you have to trust. I mean, there, there's, there's a you can have all the NIL you want. You can have all the best relationships you want. At the end of the day, the University of Oklahoma. Now, Venables and Bates have done it, and Chavis and all those guys. They've, they've developed players, but the University of Oklahoma has not. And so until they get some guys heading to the league underneath their name, I think it's just it's it's not as easy as you guys think it is just because you're you are Oklahoma. Oklahoma on offense is easier. The Levy and all them have had no issues recruiting on offense. No issues. They're yeah, gonna... it's interesting and everybody thought immediately because of the SEC, you know, going to the SEC and I, I think that's helped. This is no consolation to Oklahoma fans, Brandon, the fact that, well, Oklahoma didn't even be, wasn't even on the doorstep of some of these kids, mm-hmm. you know, a couple years ago. Uh, you know, which is a reality. 
But OU fans are ready to close the deal. And, look, we both get the frustration. It's it's extremely frustrating. But at least they're, they're, they're in the fight on some of these five-star kids. But you got to win some of them, and hopefully – uh, David Stone will be the one that they get a W on coming up here uh, August 26th. All right, what else do you have, Connor? Yeah, uh, 405, just out of curiosity, how many five-star defensive tackles are in the 24 class? And more broadly, how many five-star defensive linemen are in the 24 class? There can't be that many. Yeah, let me – I have to look that up. Uh, but, uh, yeah, here we go. Um, there are – if I go by position rankings, got to go down here to D. Man, you might have five or six interior defensive linemen, or what? Maybe three okay. or four. There's two edge three, guys. Four, five. five, six. There are seven five stars in the whole class of 2024 on the D line, whether D in, whether D in or just D tackle. Seven, seven total. Seven. Wow. Total. Yeah, they're they're rare commodities, they're no rare doubt. Commodities. And, yeah. and not only that, I mean, there's no guarantee that these guys are going to, uh, uh, you know, are completely going to hit. You you always take your chances with a great, what we think is going to turn out to be a great player as a five star, uh, you know. But um, that's and, and here's it's the crazy tough. part, like so: Williams, Winery, Aiden Breland, David Stone, Edric Houston, Dominic McKinley. I'm just going to go out of the top. I'm going to do the top 20, and that was four, right? So four, Joseph, Jonah, Jonah. Um, Who Oklahoma was in on. Yeah. Ended up at Georgia, but Oklahoma was in on. Yep, uh, Nigel Smith. So six of the top 20 guys have, and seven, eight of the top 25, nine of the top, nope. 10 of the top 30 have at least visited Oklahoma and come from at least halfway across the country on their own dime to visit Oklahoma at one point in time. So I guess my point is, is Oklahoma wasn't doing that, I can guarantee you, at one point. There was all these big-name defensive linemen visiting Oklahoma. Never happened. Now you've got to get to the next step, and that is you've got to land them. You have to develop them. You've got to develop who's on campus, and then you've got to hit on the guys that you're going after. And it, it's it's almost like a year behind, Mike, where if Oklahoma does something does really well in 2023 season, the 25 class is where you're going to see that stem from on the defensive side. They're going to be able to piggyback off the 23 season and the 25 class because the 23 season – Leads into the 24 class. The 24 season leads into the 25 class. So they're going to be able to piggyback off that. And the good news is, is in 2025, they have, um, oh my gosh, um, they have Alex Shieldknight. They have, um, oh my gosh, the kid from uh, Weatherford. I just went blank. Um Oh my gosh, man! I just went blank on him. Um, the text line always comes yeah, to the rescue the for us old people. You're not really old, but I'm super yeah. old. 
But, yeah, and you're talking about the 2025 class. I know you're talking about the D-line. They do have Kamari Moore committed uh, from Lee's Summit. Three-star uh, should work his way up to four-star status, you would think. But uh, I wanted to address that. We have just a couple more minutes we have to break in this segment. But C.J. Nixon, by the way, is what I'm thinking yeah. of here. There you go. So C.J. Um, Nixon, Alex Shieldnight, and um, several other guys in that class just – and you obviously have a Koye in 24. So, like, the, the state of Oklahoma has D linemen. That's, that's the good news. Okay. In about uh, 90 seconds, tell me the job that Kevin Sperry is doing with this 2025 class. <laughs> and, uh, man, I, I know we've seen this happen before with other quarterbacks, but, I mean, <laughs> Kevin Sperry in the 2025 class, what about the work he's doing moving to uh, Oklahoma to play for Carl Albert? Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, he is – the Sooners are third in the 2025 class rankings with five guys already, and they're going to get Nate Roberts soon. Yeah, so he's doing a fantastic job. He's he's kind of going down in Sooner lore already as far as a, a recruiter a recruiter goes, and uh, obviously he's still got a year and a half to do it. Um, he has been on the phone relentlessly. Uh, he is pushing the boundaries, and he's going to have a lot more – a leg to stand on whenever the new rivals rankings come out at the end of the month, because I expect him to make at least a 50 plus uh, spot jump. So I expect him to be at least in the top 175 uh, going into the season. And by October, don't be shocked if he's in the top 100. So uh, he's getting more and more leg to stand on. And once it becomes a lot easier for him to go to kids and say, Hey, come play with me. And if he does really well, come next summer, through the Elite 11, you never know, man. He has five-star talent. I'll say it. He has five-star talent. There you go. Brandon Drum joining us. All right, let's take a quick break right here when we get back to Cavins. Uh, Gary Cavins is going to join us, tell us what's happening here. 405-651-3439 on the uh, Meyer Chevrolet text line. 405-651-3439. Break time. Coming right back on the Home of Sooner Pants. All right, welcome back. Mr. Cavins group himself, Gary Cavins, is here joining us. And, uh, Gary, you guys have a new 800 number because you guys are also big in the region. You're based right here in Norman, uh, and you give back to this community very much. But you also uh, are out in Arkansas, North Texas, and Kansas as well. So you got a new 800 number. That's right. Yes, we do. So we've added a new 800 number, and then we have our local Oklahoma City Metro and our local Tulsa Metro number. Gary Cabins, ladies and gentlemen, he's the man here, and he's got a great crew and a great dog in Duke. And Sim is pretty cool, too, but uh, it's a family environment. I always love being out here. Uh, 1-800, except the one time that Duke walked past the court and nearly <laughs> took us off the air, but we, we were able to make a great save there. one 800 594 4437 1-800-594-4437. Like we've said in the other numbers in, in the uh, metro area, Norman, Oklahoma City, 405-573-3048. In Tulsa, 918-282-7612. And now program this number in your uh, phone as well, uh, Cavens 800 number, 800-594-4437. All right, so... Um, what do you guys spend most of your time doing right now? I know that you're uh, training and going to all these classes and everything, but 
Uh, is it a little bit of everything, or is there one thing that you guys are having to do more than anything else right now, this time of year? Well, right now we're still working on several mold jobs and mold testing. It seems with the high humidity and the heat, um, any little bit of water that um, has a basically come from a plumbing leak or HVAC leak or anything like that is kind of showing itself and turning into mold right now. Uh, So we're seeing a lot of that uh, commercially and residentially. Uh, Then we have fire job going on um, and we've got some um, water jobs going on too where some toilet valves have leaked and um, the supply lines have flooded some houses and stuff like that. So a little, little bit of everything, honestly. There you go. And, uh, you know, you guys, like I said, uh, have more crews than anybody else, and you have the best trained crews. So, um, and you guys do very well, like we've talked about, but you're investing back in the community and you're always trying to improve. You know, some businesses will get to this point and think, man, we got this figured out. You know, we're making good money. They may give it a little bit back to the community, but, and, but they don't take those next steps to stay up with the, latest technology and everything and you guys amaze me that way because where's gary you know sometimes i'll come in oh he's at class or he's here or there you're always trying to get better a hundred percent i mean in our industry it's all cutting edge and it's changing all the time so we have to even some of the classes we take we end up taking them two or three times just because um every year or every six months, the information is changing uh, in our industry, and so we want to be, um, we want to have the best trained guys, uh, we want to have the best trained management staff, uh, and we want to have the best technology to go out there and do these jobs. And we make an, a, a huge investment, um, not only back to the community, but we make a huge investment back into our teams and our equipment uh, to make sure that we have the best equipment and the best teams out there in the industry. It sounds like Brent Venables, the best is the standard, right? That's right, 100%. There you go. 100%. What are you thinking uh, about this upcoming football season? Do you feel good coming off six and sevens, never uh, acceptable at Oklahoma, but are you expecting a huge turnaround? I hope so. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about football season and get everything going. You know, kids went back to school today here in Norman and – you know, it's that's a big here. day. That's it a is. big day. It is. Well, I know you're a huge uh, Sooner fan as well, and uh, it's nearly here. You know, I- I'm at that stage now where it's like, okay, let's just kick it off. You know, we've covered every position group, we've tried every angle. Uh, let's just kick this thing off. So, and we're super excited to be sponsoring the uh, Crosstown Clash here in Norman. Yeah, uh, yeah. Between Norman North and Norman High. Uh, that's going to be played at Memorial Field this year. So we're uh, super excited about that. Um, You know, it's a great game. Me and Jessica both came from Norman Public Schools, um, and we were here when the school Tiger or Timberwolf? Uh, Jessica's a Timberwolf. I'm a Tiger. There you go. And so uh, we're, uh, you know, we both came through the West. uh, You know, we both came from West, and then when the high school split, Mm -hmm. we were there that first year, and um, I went to North for a year, and then I finished out at High. But – uh, Jessica went to uh, North her entire time before she graduated. So. so they put you in the transfer portal is what happened back in the day, right? Yeah, yeah, that? yeah. Well, a lot of my friends were, <laughs> when they split it, a lot of my friends were at high, and I said, you know, uh, they had it pretty open back then, so I was able to just Kenny, move over there. Kenny Gajewski d- disowned you for that move, I, from what I'm hearing. <laughs> all right, uh, so, all right, before we let you go, always love talking with uh, Gary. Did you ever know you were going to be this big time? I mean, when you were a young 
Gary Cabins, did you ever know that you were going to be this big time? That's what I want to know. Five star. I don't know the answer to that question. Um, <laughs> it's been a long journey, um, and it's been a lot of, uh, you know, you don't get to where we're at at this stage without making some mistakes and learning from them. Oh, yeah. Uh, we definitely had some of that along the way, and we. Uh, one thing that I've learned is um, knowledge is important. And uh, in this industry that we're in now, uh, it's the most important thing because it's always, always changing. Um, and, and, you know, we, we strive to be the best in our region, the best in Oklahoma um, at what we do. Um, we're a local company, uh, and we compete. We put ourselves up against the national brands that have been around for a while, uh, any day of the week. And uh, we're proud to be local, and we're proud to give back to our community, and we're proud to uh, be a, lo- a local Oklahoma brand that's giving back. Gary, we appreciate you, my friend. See, Duke, you got Duke fired up talking about the history here, and Duke's going crazy. Very excited. Appreciate you. Always enjoy being out here. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Thank you so much. Gary Cabins, ladies and gentlemen, uh, right before we break, Riverwind Casino. Man, how cool is it to have the Showplace Theater back? If you haven't been out to the Showplace Theater at Riverwind, you're missing out. Uh, over three years without shows due to that stupid pandemic that, you know, just affected all of us. Ridiculous. Uh, this weekend, Dwight Yoakam will be on the Showplace Theater stage. Uh, that show is sold out. You still can get tickets for the Counting Crows show uh, uh, August 25th. And, and we've recommended that they bring out Emmett Jones to the stage when they play Mr. Jones, the Counting Crows. I don't know if they can officially make that happen, but that would be that would be awesome. Uh, in September, we have shows for REO in Chicago that are sold out, but we do have Carly Pierce uh, coming in October, October 4th, uh, 14th, recently announced. Foreigner is going to be at the Showplace Theater in October. Two shows for Rodney Carrington. Uh, Aaron Lewis will be there, Flatland Cavalry. And we also have a couple more Beats and Bites shows to tell you about. Uh, August 26th, Gary Allen will be on the uh, Coupel Works Beats and Bites stage out at Riverwind Casino. That will be the last Beats and Bites show of the summer presented by Coupel Works. If you haven't been out there to a Beats and Bites shows, uh, bring your lawn chairs, folding chairs. You'll be outdoors. Kids under 12 get in free. They've got activities for the kids, all the best local food trucks, arts and crafts, great music. And they also just added a fall show, October 22nd. Remember, the Gin Blossoms uh, with Tonic were coming uh, back in June, but they got weathered out. So the uh, show for the Gin Blossoms, Tonic, and now Wakeland will be happening October 22nd. You can get your tickets for all of these shows. Remember the Beats and Bites shows? They're just 10 bucks. one of the best entertainment values out there. Uh, 10 bucks, and uh, kids under 12 get in free. But get your tickets for the shows at the Showplace Theater and the Beats and Bites shows online at riverwind.com or at the casino box office. That is another reason why Riverwind is simply the best. Break time. One more segment coming up with Brandon Drum from OU Insider, and we'll get some more texts in when we get back right here on The Ref. We are back here at Cavens Group. Just had Gary on. They do a great job out here. Fantastic people uh, with a great reputation. And, again, uh, I highly recommend that you put uh, their numbers in the phone if you're in the uh, Norman, Oklahoma City area, 405-573-3048. Any emergency that pops up, whether it's uh, flooding, uh, tornado, hail, all of that stuff, fire, you can uh, rely on the people at Cabins. Norman, Oklahoma City, 405 
573-3048. In Tulsa, 918-282-7612. And now their 800 number because they serve uh, Oklahoma, Kansas, North Texas, and Arkansas. 1-800-594-4437. All right, let's get a few. uh, Is there anything else you want to impart to us knowledge-wise? Uh, Brandon Drum, that, uh, it, you know, you, you run the show on your podcast with, with Parker. So mm-hmm. what else is on your mind today you think we might be talking about about the Sooners? Anything uh, from uh, camp that has surprised you or anything? Uh, man, I mean, Teddy's coming up next. He'll know more than anybody else, man. That guy's a vast knowledge of football. So, um, gosh. I think I think the one thing I want to talk about because it was just brought up on our board and everybody kind of has this notion of that Dylan Gabriel and Jackson Arnold are in like this heated battle or whatnot. I, and I don't know where that comes from, uh, but this is Dylan Gabriel's team, and obviously I know that there's a lot of the fan base that want to see the freshman five star out there. I I don't think. You do though, like I think he, I th- I think he's ready athletically. I think arm talent, so ready, but I think he says the game's slowing down for him, and I bet it is. I I I can guarantee it is compared to the spring, guarantee it. But I don't know that when the Red River rivalry gets out there, that I mean even. And it sounds weird to say when you look back at it, even with Caleb Williams, I mean, there was some plays that if you go back and watch that game, and I've watched it several times, he's missing wide open dude just standing there in the middle of the field. And he rolls around, slides up, and throws just a prayer to, to Marvin Mims. Well, that those plays live in sooner lore now, but if the game has really slowed down for it had slowed down for him the way it is now for him at USC, can you imagine him just throwing Dinkin and Duncan down the field on them and just they can't stop it? And you don't have to have those prayers or those big plays or those wow plays to win a ball game. Now, granted, we all love those plays and whatnot, and that's that's kind of the plays that Jackson Arnold will probably provide for Oklahoma at some point in his career. But Dylan understands the offense. He's year two now, again, underneath this offense. And he's a lot more comfortable. And I think his comfortability, his ability to now process things at a P5 level instead of a G5 level is greater. And he's also being pushed by Jackson. And the best thing for you is to have somebody that's really good behind you instead of having, and I hate saying this about Bevel or booty or anything like that well um i almost want to say that's what she said every time i say booty but um but yeah the <laughs> no, i'm such an immature person um but yeah the the they're not jackson and i think that has woken dylan up more than anything else over this off season is the fact that he has somebody pushing yeah well and you know, let's say Dylan Gabriel's had a little uh, injury history, missed, uh, what, one and a half games last year, um, near, maybe a little over half of the TCU game, obviously. 
uh, and in Texas. But, um, you know, I hate dogging kids. But that was an absolute disaster, clearly, in the Cotton Bowl. And uh, Jackson Arnold, you know, uh, would be a really good uh, second option. Now, again, he's he's got uh, growing pains. There's no doubt about the arm talent. There's no doubt about the work ethic. There's no doubt that he can also take off and run. But uh, let's see how Dylan Gabriel does, because I think he's going to have a pretty yeah. good year. And we were talking about this, Brandon. Everybody again <laughs> talking up. Texas is the favorite. I We ran out of time. I'll, we'll play the Joe Klatt clip tomorrow. But And uh, Quinn Ewers, you know, uh, his – draftability and all that stuff. And Dylan Gabriel's numbers were better in, in every area. Right. Uh, yet, you know, and he, look, he missed, he missed too many throws last year. There's no doubt. And he's got to be better on the crucial downs, third and fourth down. But um, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. But there's some, there's a contingent of the Sooner fan base that is just kind of like, no, <laughs> he's not so, it. And they're not going to change their mind. So Be- uh, Big Rich and OKC, Bevel is booty. That was one of the texts. That was well played. <laughs> well played. Um, also, uh, from the 909, where does OU stand with Jordan Seaton? How good is he? Real quickly, he's going to take an official visit September 30th. He's fringe five-star offensive lineman out of the IMG Academy, originally from the DMV. South Carolina leaves, leads the Beamer area in the DMV. Obviously, Virginia Tech, they go back a long ways in the DMV area. That's what made the Hokies so good back in the day. So, Oklahoma has a little ways to go, but it's not dead in the water, and that's something good. Their status, uh, Lloyd from El Reno, status on Bowen and Jordan, and obviously he's talking about Eli Bowen and Devon Jordan. Devon Jordan just dropped his top five. I still think Oklahoma leads, but he's going to take his visits during the season, I think, and try to try to draw this thing out a little bit, and I think Eli Bowen should announce here in the next. It's a top two between Oklahoma and Texas. I don't see him going to Texas. I think it's going to be Oklahoma. And obviously he's going to want to play with his brother, and I think Oklahoma stands good. I think by the second week of September, at the latest, I think you'll have a decision from Eli Bowen. The um, situation with the 2025 class, currently third overall. You get Jaden Nickens, you have Elijah Thomas, you have Kevin Sperry, Grayson Harris, Kamari Moore. Alex Shilden. Uh, Yep. Yeah, and you're looking at Nate Roberts. You know, everybody's saying, well, Nate Roberts you know, decommitted from Notre Dame. It's only a matter of time. Tristan Haynes, Trinell Washington, all of them have OU offers. Yeah, who do you think would be next besides if it's Nate Roberts Alex next? Who would, Alex Shield Knight. Shield Knight would yep. be the guy. From Wagner, yep. Deacon and really uh, good player, really good player. It's an unbelievable year in state, no doubt. Yep. No doubt about it. No doubt Gus about Cordova, it. Gus Cordova also out of uh, Lake Travis, High school in Austin, Oklahoma stands. His whole family, he's an OU legacy. His whole family lives here in Oklahoma. Like, that, that dude is all OU. Gus Cordoba is a cool-sounding name, too. It reminds me of the uh, Chrysler Cordoba back in the day <laughs> with rich Corinthian leather. Yep. Gus Cordoba sounds like a, a player, too. So 2025 is off to a really good start for Oklahoma. It might be a little bit different than the other classes where Sooner fans have had to wait for a while because of Oklahoma's commitment policy. Yeah. But I think uh, clearly already five in the uh, fold it might uh, get for boring. 2025. Yep, come next summer. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. that would be interesting. Maybe, maybe uh, the, the, it hasn't gotten boring because of the way that uh, philosophy 
has worked out for the Sooner fan base. Hey, Brandon, great job, man. We will see you tomorrow out at Riverwind. I appreciate you coming down. Yes, sir. Uh, so we'll see you tomorrow. We'll both be out on site at Riverwind Casino. And I appreciate you, my friend. We'll see you tomorrow. Brandon Drum joining us, OU Insider. Parker on vacation. I Hopefully he's put the phone away. Uh, no need. Stay above the fray. No need. Uh, so, again, uh, we want to thank Brandon for coming down today, and he'll be with us at Riverwind tomorrow. Duke the Wonder Dog is here, and if I stop petting Duke, that gigantic paw comes right up at me, and he's like, dude, what are you doing? You can't stop petting me. I got you, dude, but I do have to leave, but love you, dog. Okay, want to thank uh, Gary and the crew here here at Cavens Group. They are awesome, and, of course, the one and only Riverwind Casino. We'll see Justin and the crew out there at Riverwind tomorrow. Have a great Thursday.